Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Warriors Insider Podcast on NBCSportsBayArea.com. Introducing your host, Golden State Warriors Insider, Monty Poole. Welcome to the Warriors Insider Podcast. I'm Monty Poole. I'm with Warriors Assistant Coach Ron Adams. And uh, we're going to talk Warriors basketball and maybe a little bit of NBA basketball. And maybe, who knows, we'll get into Ron's personal life a little bit. <laughs> You never know. Uh, first of all, Ron, again, thank you for uh, for joining us on this Saturday. We're about uh, 11 days into the season now, and, you know, there's been a lot of discussion around the Warriors uh, at this stage. Uh, their offense has been, for the most part, okay, uh, other than turnovers, but the defense has been uh, less than what we've been seeing. Uh, do you, when you look at this, because you're a defensive guy, when you look at the defense, are you seeing things that are easily correctable, or are you seeing things that is it just from the fact that they haven't adjusted to the summer and uh, still trying to figure out how to find their bearings? What's going? On? What are you seeing out there? Well, there's a little bit of everything. Uh, I think we're still trying to uh, settle in on what the mission is this year, uh, defensively and offensively. I think. Our defense has not been uh, what we would like it to be, uh, and that is consistent. We we play in spurts in any given game thus far. Uh, but offensively, we've also had some terrifically bad turnover games, which yeah. penalizes our defense. And uh, so the two work hand in glove. Um, I think we're adjusting to a few things. I think we're adjusting to a shorter preparation time period um, and for all teams the preseason was different uh, in that few there were fewer games and uh, a shorter time to uh, actually have a training camp right. um, and we went to China which uh, added to that a bit 
Um, so the importance of training camp for for the fans out there is the fact that uh, you work on a lot of things in your training camp uh, and introduce them and then pull them back out of that bag uh, when needed, whether it's offense or defense. And uh, so I think we're doing a little bit of catch-up uh, in that regard also. Now, when you look at uh, the preseason, yeah, I mean, people keep mentioning China, and obviously that was an issue, but I, my thought has been that it may be more of a disruption just because you had, uh, you didn't have a chance to establish any routine. I mean, you're home for seven or eight days, you're gone for seven or eight days, and not just gone a, a little ways away, you're gone halfway around the world, and then you come back home and you're back for another seven or eight days and you're playing your opening night game. It just seems to me that uh, where within those 21, 22, 23 days are you able to establish any kind of a, of a routine? Well, it, it was, it's, it's problematic, and uh, other teams have had to do it and uh, <clears throat> kind of talk to those teams and, and see what their experience has been. Uh, and, uh, you know, we went through that same process. So it does present challenges. <clears throat> and... Uh, you know, we have not made that uh, an excuse. I right. think it's a privilege to do it. I think it was a great PR thing. I'd say the biggest, <laughs> from my standpoint, and I, I would say the the thing that about the China trip is it's almost like another victory parade for last year's championship team at a time in which you usually have your uh, your focus in a, in in training camp. You know, yeah. just from a from an emotional psychological. Uh, standpoint um, but I do think uh, if you look at the last three years the success we've had uh, the length of our season and so on uh, the the single biggest um, challenge I think for us is just getting back to work yeah and uh, I mean let's face it humans are humans our guys have had so many accolades thrown their way since our the championship night. Uh, it doesn't help you in periodicals or, or in the media, I should say, in general. You know, you read about how we're invincible this year, and uh, a lot of that is just simply fool's gold. So as a human being, I'm talking about as a player, uh, you really have to get out of this, this uh, way of thinking and, and simply get back to work understand that it's the start of the season. Everyone wants a piece of us. We're getting really good games from a lot of people. I mean, really intense games. And uh, that's the nature of who we are and what we are facing. And I think it's the single hardest thing uh, for us as human beings. And if you go back to the, the ancient Olympics, you know, when you won an event, you got a, a wreath, and the wreath was green. But the next day, the wreath was brown, mm -hmm. and it was symbolic of you achieved in this particular event, but essentially the next day it was about, I guess for lack of a better word, proving yourself again. Right. And that's where we stand right now. And uh, I think we're getting there. I think we've played some good stretches of basketball, but again, I would characterize our defense as being uh, highly inconsistent, and I would personally like... Uh, you know, more focus and, and certainly more juice, consistent 
effort and juice, yeah. In your, in your mind, is the adjustment that needs to be made uh, more physical or mental? I mean, I'm looking at this, and to me, it, it seems that the biggest adjustment that needs to be made is mental in terms of, like you say, focus, in terms of approach, in terms of uh, developing. Yeah, ten- tenacity is something that, that manifests itself physically, but it generally begins mentally and within you. Um, mentally or physically in your mind, what, what do you think is the biggest adjustment? Well, one of... A coach sometime back uh, had an adage, and it was simply that the mental is to the physical as two is to one. And so in taking your point and just agreeing with you, I think a lot of it is mental. Uh, I look at, for example, last night's game, and we did some really good things defensively throughout the game. We did some good things offensively. Uh, I thought we were very lax in our three-point coverage. This has been a, a an outstanding part of our defense, uh, and we've got to get back to that. But I thought last night we had uh, way too many breakdowns in our three-point coverage. And uh, much of this is not schematic, uh, but it is a, a focus, which is mental. And... Uh, Again, it's getting back to understanding who we are, what we're facing every night uh, from most any opponent, and uh, then recalibrating, adjusting accordingly. You you guys were down 18 against the Wizards at at one point. Um, How were you able to come back and win that game? Well, our bench was fantastic. Uh, I was so happy for Omri and uh, Kavan, uh, who came in and just really played well. And I thought what they did is they brought an energy that picked our guys up. And I thought Pat was really good off the bench. I thought David was good off the bench. Uh, he had a very nice night. Uh, Andre was was really good, I thought. And um, I'm probably missing out missing someone, and if I am, I apologize to them. But in particular, those two guys at the top of my, my statement, uh, Caspi and uh, Looney, were uh, really catalysts yeah. in, in terms of their energy. And uh, I just want to say a, a couple of words about Kavan. I, I'm so proud of him and happy for him. Uh, Chris DeMarco works with him on a daily basis and has done a really good job because Kavan has uh, had injuries. Uh, He's had to physically and mentally work through those. Uh, He's had to kind of adjust to so many different things that have come his way. This summer he he had an okay summer league, but then he really went to work and uh, he lost weight. He just came back a different physical uh, he just had a different physical nature to his body. He lost weight. He was quicker. Um, I thought more alert. Um, shot the ball better. Just so many things. And uh, to see him have the success he's having now after working through that is just really, from a coaching standpoint, I speak for all of our coaches, I'm sure it's just really a gratifying thing. And last night, you know, he belongs. He just he did things offensively. He did things defensively. He did things with his hustle. Uh, this is the first real chance that uh, Omri got also, and I thought he just 
um, really attempted to play great defense and uh, fit in offensively and, again, brought juice and, and, uh, and invigorated his teammates. Yeah, I got another question about, uh, about Kavan. And it's, you, know, you watch Kavan on the court, and the optics aren't impressive. But it seems like he finds ways to make an impact, finds ways to produce, even though he doesn't look like he's doing that much. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, he is deceptive in that regard. The, the two things that he did from, the, from day one when he came here is he rebounded the ball, and he is brilliant at breaking into openings off dribble penetration. He always knows where the open seam is. So he can he, – he, and this, this is so huge. Uh, it's, a, it's such a huge skill to have as a big guy. You know, he's moving, he's alert to the dribble because a big can always get open if he moves. So these two things he had from the outset. He didn't shoot the ball well. He's shooting the ball a lot better now. Uh, he's moving better now. His dives last night off the of ball screens were – we're really impressive, mm-hmm. and um, so he's 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 expanded uh, he's expanded his game. But he is one of those guys who will not always jump out at you in terms of what he's doing on the court. But I think he's changing that a little bit. I just thought he did some really dynamic things last night. Yeah, you know, you um, switching gears. You you went. You've known Kevin for a decade, basically, uh, going back with him in Oklahoma City, and you know. Early part of the season here, I think he's opened some eyes with his shot blocking. I mean, either leading the league or among the top uh, leaders so far early this season. Um, what do you think that's – what's the source of that? What do you think is happening there? Well, I'd have to preface my, my thoughts by saying when I first was with Kevin as a, I believe, 20-year-old, he was – his second year out of college, so he was, would have been a junior in college. When he came, when the team moved to Oklahoma City, um, I thought defensively the sky was the limit for him, uh, and uh, he has been over the course of time a really great defender at times, and then an inconsistent defender. So um, I think he's developing a real appetite for defense. Um, He's had some really uh, good stretches this season, boarding on brilliant. Um, other times he kind of, uh, you know, does not do what I think he can do. He drifts uh, a little bit at times. Yeah, and uh, so that's that's a little bit the battle. You know, there's a lot on his plate, just there's like there's a lot on um, Steph's plate mm-hmm. and uh, Clay's plate for when it comes to scoring the ball. And that, that's why I appreciate a guy like Kevin so much because he he, he has great responsibilities offensively, um, and uh, to muster up a great defensive game, and I'd like consistency in that regard. But to muster it up uh, as frequently as he does, I think speaks well of him. And uh, I don't want to get off of Kevin, but I just want to say a couple things about. Um, Clay along these lines too. I mean, Clay is guarding generally one of the two best players on any on the other team. He's he's gotten so much better at checking off and guarding big players mm-hmm. as Kevin can do with smaller players, which mm-hmm. is really a huge asset for us. Um, but Clay does the same at his position. You know, he guards multiple positions. He's 
works his tail off defensively. He's rebounding better, and and then he's providing this offensive component. And uh, I think sometimes we forget about that. These two-way players, I have great admiration for, and uh, Kevin is becoming that. Yeah. Um, so, no, Clay is uh, really kind of. Uh, I, I think Clay looks great. Uh, first part of this season. Uh, his shot is looking good. Uh, you know, his defense, his defensive tenacity has generally been there. Uh, he seems more, if I can use a phrase, more dialed in maybe than than he usually is. And, and, and to me, he seems more dialed in than some of his teammates. <laughs> I mean, on a, on a regular basis, it seems. Well, Clay is a very uh, a very interesting fellow i mean he's just a unique guy right i mean we really love him he's just <laughs> delightful human being but uh he, he's really one of the rocks on this team i think in some ways he is really the necessary glue that makes us go mm. um by that i simply mean um i was talking with steve about this the other day but he plays both sides of the ball uh and he plays at one speed defensively i mean he's you know, he too with some of our other guys. I mean, we've been a kind of up and down. He's been a little bit up and down, but for the most part, he's he's steady Eddie. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to give you his very best defensively, um, and then he gives you his very best offensively, and he works hard offensively. So, um, and he does it in a manner that fits so well into our fabric that I, I, I it's hard to imagine. Um, Someone, given our personnel, doing it better when I just survey the league. Yeah. I, yeah. I just think he, he, and I don't think we see him as that all the time, but I just think he's such a unique and vital part of our fabric, um, both sides of the ball. But I really admire him for the energy he brings, the focus he brings, and, you know, he's a very focused shooter. Uh you know, he can throw a bad shot up now and then, but uh, we all can do that. But the important thing is shooting is the confidence factor. And he's supremely confident and he's supremely focused. And I think then that focus transfers back to defense. So, I had a, uh, a coach tell me a couple of years ago, maybe, maybe more than that, maybe three or four years ago, that as much as he appreciated what Clay does on offense and what Clay does on e- defense, Maybe nothing he appreciated more than the fact that Clay is, as he said, Clay is not low maintenance. Clay is no maintenance. And in your mind, I mean, do you see kind of where that where that thought might come from? Well, I think it's true, and I think that's part of the probably my my point about him being such a rock mm-hmm. uh, for for our group. Um, he is low maintenance. He's a very he's a very well adjusted and happy human being. Um, and uh, but he I, so I rolls think... with he rolls with whatever comes his way. It seems pretty well. That's yeah. I mean, it's you watch him, you think you know Clay does, doesn't really go off his game in a sense. He usually stays within himself, and you know whatever else is going on around him, he always seems to be almost the calm in the middle of the storm around you know with the storm around him. Well, I think that's true, um, and I think the other thing about him, he's hilarious because he's so self-effacing, <laughs> and he's he's so aware of his own 
after a game, I should say, he's so aware of what he did well and what he didn't do well. Mm. And, you know, the mark of someone who really is a great professional in any area is that, hey, you know when you've done well, and maybe you know when you haven't, but it's the willingness to to be self-analytical uh, with others even that separates us, I think. And um, I, I th- he has that ability. And uh, he's he's no one's fool. He does he he's, he doesn't fool himself about himself. And uh, at a at a professional athletic level, that particular characteristic is um, is amazing, and it's it just tells you a lot about this guy. Yeah, you know, if if, if I talk to ten different people uh, and ask the same question, which Warriors player? is most essential to what they do, I might get four different answers. You know, I'm going to get Kevin. I'm going to get Steph. I'm going to mm-hmm. get Draymond. I'm going to get Clay. Depends on who you ask. Uh, I'm not going to ask you that question, but what I'm going to ask you is, is there a way to articulate what Draymond's effect is on the team when he's going well? Uh, no, because... Again, you're asking me to kind of chop up the fabric and uh, kind of affix, uh, uh, you know, a uh, scale of who does what and what is important, and that's hard to do. Mm -hmm. But it isn't hard to to say this about Draymond. Draymond is a defensive catalyst. But also in his enthusiasm for the game, mm-hmm. um, his passion uh, is, I think, something that infuses our team and I think motivates others on the court. Um, just a, an aside before I continue on this, but I thought last night I was really pleased with the team, and I'm sure Steve was too, because... We didn't have Draymond, and Draymond is a critical, critical fourth-quarter player for us. Mm-hmm. And a majority of games that we have won, those tight games in the fourth quarter, he is he is pivotal at that point. We didn't have him. But we were still able to muster a kind of presence in the fourth quarter that he usually facilitates. And I thought that was a real credit to our team and to – Various individuals who who rose to that level in the fourth quarter because we sometimes kind of sit back and rely on Draymond to make great defensive plays to turn the tide, and then we had other people doing that last night, and uh, I think that was a I think it speaks well of our team. I think it speaks well for the future, but I think that was a significant part of it. But uh, getting back to Draymond, I I have a lot of respect for him, and um, I think for his spirit. Uh, yeah. And how it works its way through his the skills that he he brings to a game, uh, his attitude. Uh, Draymond is a funny dude. Uh, he'll you know he'll bite your head off sometime. Uh, like he's like a a coach yelling at another coach. <laughs> uh, but um, there's generally uh, there's generally method to his uh, his take on things there's there's something behind it he's yeah 
he's intuitive he's he's intellectual in in the basketball sense of what's happening at a given time what needs to happen uh there are times certainly that his emotions are get out of whack and it doesn't help him it doesn't help our team but i think he's uh he's mastering that better uh and uh Again, just an indispensable piece for us, uh, given the the, the the fabric of our team. Yeah. You know, I'm talking about Draymond, but uh, the rookie has gotten a lot of, uh, well, generated a lot of debate, I guess you might say, a lot of discussion uh, just about what his potential might be. Uh, and when you see a rookie like Jordan Bell come into the league as a second-round pick and is able to do some things on the floor that can actually make a positive impact for his team. Yeah, he's a rookie, so he's going to do some make some mistakes mm-hmm. too. But when you look at Jordan, I mean, as a raw project, um, what kind of upside do you see there? Well, defensively, I think he can be as good as anyone. You know, period. He's not at the moment. Uh, right. He's much more interior-oriented than uh, perimeter-defensively oriented, although – He's made steady progress uh, in that regard, and he's going to get there. He's going to be really, really good uh, defensively. I just, I think he's just going to be top of the line. It'll be interesting to see how he develops in that regard. Offensively, he came in pretty bare bones. Right. And I must say that fundamentally, he came in pretty bare bones, mm-hmm. and he's working at it. Uh, he has. I was talking with him the other day. The the <laughs> the issues for him, they're good issues, but uh, he can get a lot done in a game playing the way he plays now. Mm-hmm. Adding fundamentals, adding some offensive pop to his game, like a 15-foot jump shot and so on, uh, will only certainly enhance his game, and hopefully he can build from that 15-foot shot out a little farther. Uh, I think he has the ability to do that, but uh, there's a lot of it's a it's a work in progress right now. But he's so innately skilled, he has a mind for the game of seeing things early, much like Draymond, much like Andre, and uh, so he's able to be effective now as he learns on the fly. But um, we challenge him every day to really. Uh, you know, become more sophisticated in his individual workouts, his fundamental play, uh, his work at fundamentals in general, I should say. And he's doing that. He's an exciting guy, and he's just a terrific person to be around on a daily basis. He's funny, and uh, he's <laughs> he uh, he just gets it. Yeah. You know? And uh, he is like Clay and. Uh, Steph and I can go down a list of many people on our team. I think one of the things, one of the, the uh, attributes he has that I think will make him highly successful is he too is a self-effacing person. He can laugh at himself. He can see, he can recognize when he's done well. He can recognize when he needs to improve. Uh, he can recognize when he did something poorly. I think more than anything else, when you have that in a talented player, uh, you're going to have a very successful player. Yeah, you know, I mean, you, I watched Jordan, and I have to remind myself sometimes that he came to basketball relatively late. I mean, football was his first love, his first sport, 
And he really didn't discover basketball until somewhere during high school. He kind of, okay, maybe basketball might work for me. Are you able to recognize that in a guy like him? To recognize that he has not played a lot of ball? Yeah, that he has not been playing since he was seven years old or nine years old. I mean, he came relatively late as a teenager. Well, perhaps in some ways, maybe the fundamental aspect, maybe a case could be made in uh, why he's a little bit behind in that regard. But um, he uh, he, he can analyze on the fly. Uh, By that, I simply mean... During the course of movement, during the course of possession, he can see what's happening, and he acts rather than reacts. He, he's a mm. that's you know, a gift. This, this is this is a gift. Uh, yeah. Draymond has that gift probably as much as anyone I've ever been around. Andre is extremely good at that also, and you know Steph when he's really plugged in is is pretty good at seeing these pictures and and acting early also, uh, but. Um, you know, this, this is something that, uh, hard to teach, you know, you just on a team, if you can have a couple of guys like that, who can be creative and, and come up with a big turnover that turns the course of the game and allows us to, to get a dunk at the other end off of turnover, you know, these, these are huge plays. And if you look at our team over the course of the past three years, these kinds of plays have really got us going. Uh, into big runs, you yeah. know, chain, game-changing runs. So, the last thing I want to ask you, uh, you know, as the last season went on and you guys won the championship, you know, there was some, uh, I know maybe in the back, back of your mind, there was some thought of you wondering how much longer you wanted to do this. Um, did the thought of actual retirement crop, creep into your mind or was it always – kind of a day-to-day, week-to-week uh, approach to things? You mean as far as my career? Or? Yes. Well, I, I'm, I'm really enjoying, you know, I enjoy what I do. Um, I have wonderful people around me. Um, uh, at this stage of my life and, and my career, I mean, I could not envision a better setting for me personally and Mm -hmm. uh, so I go year to year and you know if I'm feeling well and I could keep my health and uh, the people around me especially my bosses think that uh, I'm still relevant to the program (laughs) I you know I'll consider going on but um, was there any danger uh, of that was there ever any danger of that I have no idea. You don't know program. how you don't know how other people think about you. I mean, <laughs> you know, at some point they might be going around saying that old fart. You know, it's <laughs> getting tired of him. I mean, that happens in life. So, um, I uh, I think the when I think about not coaching, the thing that bothers me the most is the joy I get from the people around me, the players especially. I mean, we have some wonderful kids. Uh, I call call them kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kids to me still, but uh, you know, young adults who uh, every day they're all different. They're all crazy in their own way. Uh, they're kind people uh, to a man. Um, they simply keep you young, and they bring the best out in you. And uh, I have a staff like that. The staff is young. I see so much growth and. 
so many of our coaches, I mean, JC is just, you know, in three years, I've just seen great progress. Chris mm-hmm. DeMarco is really a marvelous coach. I think he's, he just keeps growing. Willie is new to the staff and is great. Uh, Bruce Q is older, but, you know, delightful, grounded, a great help to Steve. Mm-hmm. Mike Brown has just been, you know, marvelous for our program. Uh, a great human being who's just fits in so well and uh, brings such, you know, such a presence for to the team. Um, and then Nick Uran, the same. Nick is a young guy. Nick's 29 years old or something, and he's yep. He's done such a great job, and he's he's like an he's a 29 year old older man. You know, he's a kid, but he's an older man. The way he does things, the way he thinks, the way he keeps us organized, mm-hmm. the way he helps Steve, and um, these guys also are really, you know, important to my life in terms of watching them grow and having fun with them. And uh, I hope I didn't leave anyone out. I don't think I did, but. Um, those are the core guys in our well, program. That, that, that helps me understand, you know, why you were good with coming back. Um, and, and when you say year to year, you're speaking more in terms of just how you're going to feel at the end of each season, right? Yeah, these seasons beat you up. Yeah. Um, you know, even if you're young, they're tough. And uh, I, uh, I feel good. I've had some dance lately, but uh, nothing major. So, uh, you know, you have to. I'll say this when I can't carry my two bags up that steep uh, walkway to the plane, you know, that uh, staircase <laughs> to the plane. Yeah. Then I'll start worrying, but so far I haven't fallen down. So <laughs> as long as I can balance myself going up, I'll be in, you know, feel pretty good about it. Well, that's good. Uh, Ron, may you coach another 100 years. Uh, you know, I know people around here have enjoyed having you around. I know the guys on the team enjoy having you around. The people in the building really think a lot of you. So uh, you're a, a very welcome addition to the Bay Area scene in more ways than you can probably count. And I want to thank you for joining me today to talk a little bit of basketball. Well, Monty, you do a great job. Um, I admire you and so many of these people in this area. I think we have a fantastic group of writers and commentators uh, who really love sport or who, who really understand sport, too. And it's been uh, it's been really fun getting to know you guys as people more so than just professionals, but uh, thank you for your kindness, too. Thank you, sir. Go out and enjoy the rest of your day. Appreciate the time. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was Ron Adams, Warriors assistant coach extraordinaire. Uh, a few minutes with me on Warriors Insider Podcast. I'm Monty Poole, and we'll see you next time. winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.